we would create a piece of content which we would use for press and for our website and along the way there would be social in that and then create a case study out of it as well yeah. so mm-hmm. really try and create a, a hub for the story B2B Content Strategist is the podcast where you'll hear actionable advice and strategic guidance from content marketing leaders. I'm Amy Woods, CEO of Content 10X, and I sit down with leading B2B marketers to discuss how they overcome challenges with limited time and resources and execute winning campaigns time after time. If you want to improve and streamline your content marketing, keep listening. Welcome back to another episode of B2B Content Strategist. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and in this episode, I'm joined by Sarah Sauer. Now, Sarah is the Global Communications Manager at DNB Audio Technic. She's experienced in newspaper journalism, corporate communications, digital marketing, PR, and stakeholder communications, and she leverages this within her role at DNB. As Global Communications Manager, Sarah oversees the corporate and marketing communications operations in DNB's global organization. DNB is the worldwide market leader in professional audio solutions for venues and has a multi-layered client network. Founded in Germany in 1981, DNB now has offices and distribution partners working with high-profile venues across the globe, including Canada and the US, in the UK and Europe, and in China, Japan, and Singapore. In this discussion, Sarah shares how DNB approach creating content for such a versatile audience and why bigger marketing initiatives are worth the investment. We also talk about our favorite project management tools for managing marketing processes and Sarah shares how she's planning on making her next content initiative dream come true. Let's dive into the conversation. Sarah, welcome to the B2B Content Strategist podcast. It's great to have you on. Could you tell us a little bit, just to kick off, about your role and um, a few sentences about what your organisation does? Sure. Uh, my role is Global Communications Manager for DMB Audio Technic. I run the Global Communications for DMB Audio Technic. We, we're an audio technology and solutions business. We work in big sound systems for for venues, for tours and for shows and for festivals. So we're a, a premium brand. So we do some really innovative and exciting, high quality um, sound systems and work with some amazing artists. And yeah, that's the company. My job is PR, mainly PR. There's a bit of social media there is some a little bit of internal communications and we sit in the marketing team so we help them out when they need some help. Yeah so that's a really great lead into my next question which is what does does your team look like and I guess like what does the marketing team overall look like as well at the, at the company? Uh, so my team is a little bit sad at the moment as I think a lot of people's teams are. There's me and a comms manager who focuses on the slightly more corporate comms um, side of stuff. And we have an agency, a comms agency, and we work with freelancers as well. 
pool of freelancers, guys we've worked with for quite a long time for the most part, who are like knowledgeable about our business, about our tone of voice and about what we need really. We've got, we've managed to pull together an amazing team. In terms of your marketing and, and who your ideal clients are, who are you specifically trying to reach and talk to as your target audience? So that, well, that's a great question. <laughs> so, so we sell capital investment products that people use, but also need to get a return on investment from. So that means that some people are users and have their hands on the equipment, but they aren't necessarily the people who buy the equipment. So the people who open their wallets and hand over money are potentially a different group. So we have key, um, we have partners all over the world. We have a partner network of people who we resell through. So they're obviously a key audience, but all the people that they sell to are anyone who's got, anyone who cares about sound in their venue and at their event, basically. So that's from engineers to venue owners to the artists themselves. Who, who specify what system they want on their technical riders. Yeah, we have a lot of audiences. And I, it's as our technology develops, our audiences kind of shift. So when I arrived at DMB about seven years ago, we were much more focused on the technical people because we had technical stories. But as our products evolve, we're actually more, we're talking more about the experience that we're giving. So the venue owners and the the business people and the performers and artists themselves become much more engaged with our stories. Oh, it's really interesting. I get, yeah, and I guess as it evolves and those this audiences and the stories change. And in terms of your overarching content strategy, different types of content, blogging, digital marketing activities, and you know, podcasts, I'm not sure. So what are your current priorities from a content strategy perspective? References. So case studies and reference content is a big part of our um, content creation kind of juggernaut. But we also have, we have product launches and, and we have technology stories to tell. We have, but we have business and branding stories to tell as well. So I've, I was doing a kind of framework for this year and we've got technology and innovation, products, good business. And one of our main products, which is Soundscape, which is an immersive technology. So we're really finding our feet with how we communicate that. So we've got these kind of big blocks of content and they all need slightly um, different approaches. I was talking to our sustainability team about how we tell all the amazing sustainability stories that we have. So I've been in DMB for seven years and I just sat through a presentation and I was like, I didn't get this. How did I not know that all of these things, that does that, what? <laughs> so, so every time you like lift a lid and look inside, you're like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, we should be talking about that. But what? medium what format do you like to share these stories and these case studies is it like in video or written or what's the way that you find is best for sharing the, the stories that you have so copy is probably our lead medium yeah just because it's really the most affordable and speediest so we can get volumes out of that so 
we would create a piece of content which we would use for press and for our website and along the way there would be social in that and then hopefully create a case study out of it as well so Mm -hmm. really try and create like a, a hub for the story and repurpose it along the way but we also make videos expensive business and hard work so to the the types of videos that we're making in print in general tend to involve going out to where an event is happening and when events are happening everybody's really busy so (laughs) you're then this kind of inconvenience landing yourself in the middle going so what do you love about (laughs) (laughs) so you have to find a balance of getting people in the moment for the visuals and actually managing to get the really good stories out of them. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It was music to my ears when you said about focus on something really pillar and then the repurpose into social, etc. Because that's what we do at Content Connects, we're a content repurposing, so that's what we live and breathe. So it's great to hear that you do that. Um, you mentioned in terms of how your team is structured, that you work with some agencies and you have quite a lot of freelancers that you work with as well. What's been the strategy in terms of what you've decided to keep in-house and what you have decided would be best by outsourcing? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a fantastically strategic decision, though. No, it is. It is. The writing almost all goes out to writers. So we do the briefings. We do the review and the quality assurance. But really... Writing is a very specific skill and I'm out of practice, to be perfectly honest, to write even a press release nowadays. I can give it to someone from our agency half a day. It comes back. If I if it if I had to do it, it would be a day of tinkering and playing and oh, I really captured the nuance and I'm busy and distracted by other things. So for me to outsource writing is a bit of a no brainer. Just a super quick break from this conversation to let you know that if you're a B2B technology or professional services company and you want help with streamlining your content operations, outsourcing your content repurposing is the number one way to produce more high quality content and boost your ROI without putting any more pressure on your team. In fact, it could save your team up to 30 hours per week. We offer content repurposing services for video and audio content. Whether you have a show or you're launching a brand new one, maybe you have an archive of awesome content, be it webinars or a virtual event, or you want help creating thought leadership content that we can repurpose, we've got you covered. Head to content10x.com to see how we can help you and start increasing your efficiency and the value you get from your content. Now back to the conversation. Let's talk about one of your um, best content marketing initiatives. So what stands out to you to have been a really good campaign that you've run from a content marketing perspective? The the social post that I posted today, so we'll go current. <laughs> social post that I posted today is a repost of a post that we, a live session that we did two weeks ago. So it's an interview with a a delightful man from the National Theatre called Don Bilkey, 
and he uses our technology at the National Theatre. He's also a sound designer. So for productions that he sound designs for that move into the West End and to Broadway, he's mega impressive and important and interesting and the added bonus of being absolutely delightful to work with anyway we bought an ebook package from and we decided that we'd focus on performing arts and for that ebook we needed some original content so we did a video interview a zoom interview which we recorded we gave the recording to the guys who were making the ebook and they wrote an article from it, which we then marketed, of course. We had the ebook, we shared it. We kept the recording and we got Dom and the Ralph from our, our side to do a live session where we ran the recording and they were online answering questions in, in the what you call it, in the chat. And were, at the end they were there for a QA. So we got ebook coverage and distribution. We got, so we got the copy out of that as well. We got the, the social media live session, which is great for a boost for our social channels. We got a couple of social media posts and I need to get it out on the website as well. So I thought that was a win. Yeah, it's a brilliant example. I always say that video is just up there at the top of the content pyramid because there's just so much that you can then pull, you know, video can become written, can become more, video can, can become so much more. So it's great that that was the, the example. I really like it. <laughs> um, but in, let's jump to quick fire questions. So what is one takeaway tip that you would give other content marketers looking to optimise content output? I think probably have an idea of what you want to use it for yeah. and and design your information gathering to be repurposed. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. What would you say is a typically overlooked or maybe undervalued tool that you use that you recommend other content marketers could use? Now, anyone in my company will tell you that I'm obsessed, but I'm not. I'm obsessed with the the way it works, and that's Asana. So we use that for task management and assigning stuff to our internal and external people. We manage our approvals. We manage the individual tasks that come out of each story, each parent, and and then it's children, which is like a really nice little content marketing concept that you have a parent of information and then you slice it up and the children all look different, but they're definitely <laughs> yeah. in that one place. <laughs> I love that. I, I, um, I sometimes talk about like videos having babies when I talk about when you have a main video and then you slice and dice into social videos <laughs> and I'll call it it's baby. So I like this. Yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's children. <laughs> we use ClickUp as our tool, which is an alternative to Asana. I, I think they're very similar. I've not used Asana, but people I know who have have said, oh yeah, ClickUp, Asana, they're very similar. And I, I couldn't live without it. We as a business couldn't live without ClickUp. It's so good. <laughs> um, so. We're, we're in the middle of moving to Teams and everyone says, oh, you won't need Asana anymore when you've got Teams. And I was like, I don't want to sound like a cult leader, but they're just not the same thing at all. Like the, the functionality that I have and the workflows that I've built are 
unrepeatable in and that's not in any other tool on earth but in like a stand like teams is a glorified server yeah it's not a project management system no so it can replace a few things but i definitely don't think it would replace asana so <laughs> um no and um, if you could create any kind of content so we're talking about the world is your oyster so it could be a billboard in times square or a prime time tv show or something like you could create anything for the business for the marketing efforts what would you love to create i'm currently working on a concept which i'm touting around the business to see how how delighted and excited people will be about it it's it's a bit of an excessively long story to tell you how it came about but someone we worked with came to us and said oh you should work with more artists and it was like yeah that would be nice but like getting the kind of caliber of artists who use our equipment so our equipment's used by Taylor Swift, One Direction, like Britney Spears, Madonna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, like the kind of people that we really want, Bjork's out with it at the moment, like the kind of people that we really like to be talking about our equipment aren't the kind of people who come on and do a do a little yeah. performance for us and, and let us pop it on our YouTube channel. <laughs> I, I think um, it'd be great to run a DMB event though, wouldn't it, where you have all of these people that use the equipment, so you've got Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and One Direction, whatever, all those people like your event where you bring everyone together at Wembley Stadium or something like that. And it's, <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm not trying to answer the question for you, but I was hearing that. Thinking, oh my God, you could do like a big music festival. <laughs> I feel like we could get some content out of that, right? Imagine if you put the, the D&B festival with all these acts over a few days like Glastonbury and you filmed it all and you had interviews with them all. It would be fantastic, yep. wouldn't it? so climbing down from how amazing it would be to get a super group of people to perform for us I was I'm working with a videographer to come up with a concept where we have a kind of pop-up stage with a look and feel that we can take places and get people to jump onto the stage and do something so maybe not Taylor Swift maybe not Madonna but the lower level guys and maybe if they're in a venue there would be somewhere we could do it in a green room so just trying to work out the details of how could we make really repeatable really beautiful videos with some sort of mobile setup so that's what I'm working on at the moment and that's that's what I would love to make content wise yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, good luck with that because it sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, to finish up, on the podcast, we like to speak to leaders in the B2B world. Who do you think should be my next guest on this show, a true leader in B2B marketing world? Oh, you should talk to Maria from Digico. Right, I shall look her up. Thank you. <laughs> Digico, cool. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It's been really great talking to you and hearing a bit more about what you guys are doing as well and what your role is. So thank you so much. I will put links to connect with you on um, the show notes. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. It's been fantastic. Ooh. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk to you too, Lily. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of B2B Content Strategist. Do let me know what you thought of our conversation by getting in touch with me on social media. You'll find Content 10X on all the social platforms or search for Amy Woods, CEO of Content 10X on LinkedIn. To find out more about streamlining your content marketing processes and specifically about content repurposing, check out our website, content10x.com where you'll find information and resources that will help you achieve more with your content more efficiently. And if you're looking for a partner to outsource your content repurposing and distribution to, get in touch as we offer a world-class, fully end-to-end, done-for-you content repurposing service. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.